Welcome to RPG A Day 2020. Thank you, Liren. Experience. Well, this has certainly been an experience, and I wanted to use this as an opportunity to shout out to those who, in many respects, have been my companions on this journey. Uh, first and foremost, I wanted to congratulate Jules Burgesser, Jules from NZ, on uh, what she's managed to achieve because not only has she been reflecting on the word of the day, she's been doing a solo play with her character, Kyra Felglade, and I think it's fair to say that they have both been on something of an epic journey full of ups and downs and uh, it's just been a real just been really amazing to see Jules jump into this head first what what she's achieved is incredible that brings me to another character Nate Gilbreth who's been on uh, something of an epic journey himself in fact I think there's a something of the Tyler Durden's going on there because I'm not sure where Nate ends and TJ begins. Perhaps it may be that they're the other way around. There's certainly some kind of pretzel logic at work there, but I've really enjoyed his contributions, whoever he may be. Then we have Joe Richter of Hindsightless, who has attacked this with the vigour that he brings to everything. And it's been great that Joe was able to get involved this year, as this is what kicked off his podcast last year. And I've really been enjoying his contributions. And then GM Shadow, Shadow of the GM, Barry Dewey Robertson, who has put out an episode for each word, tackling this at the breakneck speed to which we're accustomed, bringing in every single episode at just under a minute. Ray Otis of Plundergrounds, who, as he did last year, is playing by his own rules. And uh, it certainly seems to be the sane option, I think. Also, Jason Connolly of Nerds RPG Variety Cast and he's wisely taken a leaf out of Ray Otis's book. And then there's Colin Spike Bit Green, who's been able to contribute where he can. I don't care how tenuous those links are. Colin, if this leads to you producing more episodes, I'm all for that. Then, the grand undertaking of Liren and Jeff combining forces, attempting to put out two podcasts a day. Unfortunately, life has got in the way there, but I really appreciate what they were able to contribute. And last, but by no means least, Mr. Andy Goodman, whose output I've been thoroughly enjoying. Some of those episodes have been over 40 minutes long. I don't care that they're rarely about RPGs. I don't care that the links are extremely tenuous. I don't care he's even resorted to making up his own words in order to contribute. In fact, I believe he's put out a total of 32 episodes for RPG a day month, which is certainly going the extra mile. So hats off to you, sir. And I would say 
here's the icing on the cake. I want to put something slightly different on top of this particular cake. Here's Andy to explain. I think we both need to go to culinary prison. You don't use cream and custard, you use milk. Oh. Oh, I don't know where that leaves us, mate. I honestly, I'm sort of, um, I feel like I've let, I've, I've let you down. I've let the anchor community down, but more, most importantly, I've let myself down. Now, Andy, you would not believe what a complicated issue this is because custard isn't just custard, it would appear. I looked up a dozen custard recipes. Half of them used cream and half of them didn't. So I thought I'd have a quick look on the Wikipedia page and this is where things get incredibly complicated. So when I think of custard as an Englishman, as a British person, my first thoughts are of something for pouring over desserts, puddings, crumbles, pastries. And things all start getting just a little bit French because apparently custard refers to a wide variety of thickened dishes. In French cookery, the word custard means creme moulière, which more specifically refers to custard thickened only with egg. When starch is added, the result is called creme patissière, and this is what you will probably find inside an eclair. There's a variation on this called confectioner's custard, made with a combination of milk or cream, egg yolks, fine sugar, some starch, usually flavoured with vanilla, chocolate or lemon. Now you'll find creme patissiere in a lot of French desserts, milfoy, tarts and an Italian pastry and there's something called Boston cream pie. You can thicken custard using a combination of egg, starch, corn flour, or just regular flour. Traditional custards, such as creme anglaise, where egg is used alone as a thickener. But then you can add gelatin. That gelatin is added and folded in with whipped cream and set in moulds. It is a bavoir. When starch is used alone as a thickener, it becomes a blancmange. So, to keep things simple, I want to stick to the traditional British custard. And when I think of traditional British food, who do I think of? Mary Berry. And does she use cream in her custard? Yes. So there you go. Problem solved. Warning, if celebrating the sound of dice hitting the table and pondering the meaning of the many acronyms within your player's handbook doesn't cure that burning sensation, please see your doctor.